0: Have we discussed anything we're gonna talk? Oh. No. We're recording right now.
1: Oh. Welcome to You Must Chill, the weekly podcast on all things scream free. My name is John Allen Turner, and the confused guy sitting across from me with the tie on nonetheless, is my good friend Hal Edward Runkle. Hal, how, the, how are you the today?
0: Tie, the tie masks. Not only the gut; <laughs> it masks the general confusion through which I go about my day. Have you
1: spilled food on yourself yet?
0: No, I have not. Okay, well that's that's a good I did day. Yesterday, did
1: though. you? Yeah, I did. Now you just got back <laughs> from uh, Turks and Caicos. I did.
0: Now tell tell us uh, where where in the world is Turks and Caicos? Well, it is it is just north of the Dominican Republic and uh, just kind of southeast of the Bahamas, Caribbean. Island. Well, do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? Uh, either one is acceptable. And which one do you say? Uh, Caribbean. Caribbean. But um, it is not technically Caribbean islands. It's not? No, it's in the Atlantic. Like Bahamas are in the Atlantic. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's like one side would be maybe sure, the, column, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the Caribbean Sea. And Caribbean Sea. Car-
1: I, say, now, now i say in your head. I
0: say, uh, <laughs> you know what? I think it depends on whatever I'm describing. So uh, okay. in the Caribbean... You don't say in the Caribbean. No, you don't. But I you say you Pirates of the Caribbean. That's true. You don't say Pirates of the Caribbean. It's I. I told you. See, either, it's one either one is, or either one is accepted. Or it's Caribbean Queen. Wow! Pulled that one. I, out. Yeah, Billy you Ocean. Didn't, you didn't have. Yeah, no. yeah, you didn't have to remind us. It was Billy Ocean. <laughs>
1: Everyone knew as soon as I said <laughs> it. So, uh, so you were down there. You were mm-hmm, doing a little bit of mm-hmm, writing, right? Mm-hmm, having having a good time down there mm-hmm. on the I beautiful know a island. Very
0: good friend who lives down there, and I was there to do a little writing and relaxing, and it was. A fantastic time and beautiful weather. You sent me a picture. Well, I will tell right. you though it's a little strange. Yeah, uh, you know me. I'm a. Fan- I, I'm you the love world's fall Christmas. and and Christmas, Christmas time is and the best uh, time of the year. Yeah. by far, love it, love sure, it. Sure. Yeah. listening to holiday music all throughout the office. Constant, everyone has yes. their own version of it as but well. I'm constantly all day. Mm-hmm. Car. Yeah, you are like Fred, home. like Scrooge's nephew Fred yeah. in Christmas Carol. Yes, I just can't get enough of it. Christmas.
1: Personified.
0: It is a little awkward, or just a little weird, down when you are in the. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, When you're in a
1: tropical climate. Yeah,
0: it's. I mean, there are Christmas trees set up. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, see, you know? growing
1: up in Southern California, I remember this because uh, yeah. I remember probably between my freshman and sophomore, my probably my sophomore year in college, I was driving down. From Pepperdine University mm-hmm. uh, to San Diego, where my grandmother lived, all mm. my, that side of the family. And I remember being stuck in traffic on the 405 freeway. Standstill traffic, Christmas Eve, with the sunroof open, mm-hmm. and White Christmas is playing. Yeah. It's, it's 75 degrees. And I remember thinking, Man, I think it's any warmer. I'm going to have to turn the air conditioning. Right. And then thinking, what? There is something wrong...
0: With this picture. Our image of Christmas is completely shaped by, by the northeastern United States. Or by London. That's part of it, by, too. Uh, yes.
1: That sort of Dickensian well, Christmas carol. Well, also Northern Europe. Because the Europe, whole yeah, Yule thing is Northern Europe. Yes. and all of that comes out of In Germany. Vence-a-claw, and yeah, all that stuff. All of yes. that stuff. So, so it's so, Northern yeah. Europe. Uh, and northeastern and United, and States. Northeast United States. northeastern yeah. United
0: States shapes our picture of what Christmas right. is supposed to and
1: look like. it is very, very strange mm-hmm. uh, to be a child, 10 years old, mm-hmm. watching Frosty.
0: Yeah, sure. I grew up in, in Houston. In shorts, te- yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Houston, Texas, same thing. Same we, kind we, of It could be 82 degrees on Christmas right. Day sometimes. I remember right. it was 88 on Thanksgiving several times. You wow. Know? So yeah. it, it just it didn't make sense to us.
1: Yeah, that that is a foreign experience for, for a lot of people who grow up in the deep
0: south. Or, when you think about it, it's actually the majority of the people, the rest of the world. Because yeah, right. how many people are actually getting snow on Christmas?
1: Well, right now, a lot of people in the but northeast, all in the Northeast, but uh, they got hammered, in the, the Midwest, Midwest for sure, yeah, sure.
0: And but the Northeast got really, really hammered. But also, think about it: all, the entire Southern Hemisphere is yeah. Christian. Predominant. Yeah. sure, sure, yeah, right. Yeah. South, Africa, America, and South America, South America. Right? Africa has a lot of religions, but yeah. a lot of Christianity, mm-hmm. right? In Southern Sahara, uh, yeah, uh, and so they're going to celebrate. And then all of South America, mm-hmm. right?
1: Very, very Catholic in in a lot yes. of those places, and, and, and in uh, Australia, Roman Catholic, I Australia, with the yeah. heritage from um, sure, Great from Britain, England. so they're
0: celebrating Christmas, but uh, celebrating it in middle of summer, yeah. Right, right. So, after this. so the
1: idea of a, a large European looking man in a beard dressed in fur yeah, from his head to his feet. Well,
0: here's what's interesting. I was talking with some people that live in Turks and Caicos year round, and they are from Canada. There's, I met several Canadians who just said, I just not got doing tired of the, winter. Yeah, yeah sure. Just you get tired of it. digging yeah. out. Yeah, you know, they live in Ottawa, sho- shoveling the snow, and, and, all and all that. North of Toronto, and they're just, you know what, no. no. And they moved down there, or they went down there on vacation, and that was it. You know, yeah, met and they sever- just stayed. Met several of those people. And they said they had the they were talking about the school and their kids you know these little kids and they're going to their elementary school and they're gonna have a Santa thing right you know Santa's coming and last year he came in flip-flops <laughs> and uh, which made sense for the guy right. playing yeah, Santa sure Claus makes right? sense. but they, 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 they didn't had those like boots. it boots yeah they didn't like it yeah. kids didn't like it because nope. her son was like, I know that's not Santa Claus. You know, this five year old sure, kid. Yeah, yeah. I know that's well, not because
1: he's wearing flip flops. Right. He's got an ankle tattoo. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> of course, I said he's. It's because he smells like beef and cheese. And the right. Kid he laughed. sits on a throne yeah. of lies. Exactly. So uh, it's just it was was weird, and so I didn't mind coming back to the cold. And it's cold outside. It tonight. is. Yeah. And it's yeah. Be yeah. Like it's 20, beautiful. Yeah. But it's going to be in the twenties tonight. Yes. and That's that's awesome. we like that. Yeah. 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 Fire. You know. Hot chocolate, uh, yeah, and I do the hot cider stuff. Sure, and yeah. Cook some chili. Oh, you yeah. know, okay. Yeah, that's that's Christmas. That's what that's what it's supposed to be. But I did have a lovely time down in the Turks and Caicos. But you islands. bring up an interesting point. Oh, really? Um,
1: a lot of times uh, this time of year, we have certain expectations. Yeah, for what uh, what the holiday season, and whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or you know what whatever Ramadan whatever your Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa your uh, uh, holiday traditions are, we do tend to walk into those with a set of expectations. Yes, and it can be disorienting. Yes, when when Santa Claus is wearing flip flops, for example. Exactly. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. When the holidays... In one of my favorite holiday songs um, uh, is is uh, Christmas is Never the Way It Should Be. I don't know that song. It's a fairly recent okay. uh, song, but it, it deals with that. You oh, know, no, that, you uh, talked about it last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, talked about yeah, it last yeah, year. Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, Christmas is never... Mm-hmm. I mean, if we could just be honest... Sure. There are very few of those times that are exactly the way we imagined they would be. That... Perfect, beautiful, Norman Rockwell, uh, New England style, white Christmas, you know, with a one-horse open sleigh and a fire that doesn't go out and doesn't smoke everything. And the turkey that doesn't burn and the, you know, everybody is satisfied with their gift. That happens. That is so infrequent. More often than not, we have to deal with the fact that there are some expectations that are going to go unmet. And what do you do with that? We've been... um, I don't know. You don't know. Yeah.
0: I, I I I will tell you, I can talk I can talk intellectually about this. Right. Right. But experientially, I uh maybe it's because I so love Christmas. Oh yeah? That I am very, very uh rarely disappointed. Okay. I I, I But I think
1: this is part of what and you and I talk about this a lot. That uh-huh. that you and I have to be very careful. Because our normal isn't everybody else's normal.
0: True. And my normal... Is ridiculously rare around Christmas time. Exactly what I've been able to create with my sister mm-hmm. and her family, us being together every single Christmas. And for we, how many years has that been going on? Um, Seventeen. Yeah, straight years. See that yeah. is,
1: and that you you actually look forward so we to that. Love and it. and I've met Robin and yes. and my uh, kids uh, oh. and their cousins. Yeah.
0: Louise's name. And the, but their two daughters and my son mm-hmm. and daughter are the best of friends. And it's just. It's very, very magical, and yes, that is very rare. Um, We do carry some expectations into stuff, but so many times, like when I'm working with my clients, it is so helpful to at least voice the expectations, Mm -hmm. to actually put a voice to those. What is not being said that you actually want to have happen? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. What are the unsaid, the unspoken, the unspoken expectations expectations that you're carrying forward? And because if you do not speak them out, then you are in this very very. You are so tempted to be passive aggressive in trying to make them happen. Right.
1: Well, and think about how weird it is if I have an expectation and you fail to meet my expectation, then I get angry at you Mm -hmm. for breaking a rule that you didn't even know existed. And and I expect—I'm angry at you for not being able to read my mind.
0: And do what I expect you to do. Right. Right? And Which, that,
1: where did that expectation even come from? And
0: it may have come from the fact that the previous five years, we've done this, and so yeah. I expect you— right? Every time now. And so when one person changes, then, oops. Right? The, uh, right. It, it disrupts those. And we start to get passive-aggressive about, you know, if somebody says, oh— uh, you know, I'm doing this. Oh, you're you're not coming to our house this year, right?
1: Oh, we're not doing the cranberries this year. Mm. Oh, okay, mm. yeah, mm. Mm. yeah.
0: And it's this. It's <laughs> we all have heard it so many times. Oh, yeah. Well, that's one way of doing it. Oh, so
1: we're not gonna go to church mm. this year on Christmas Eve. Okay. Okay. Um, this is. Hmm. All right. Oh, so um, we didn't do lights outside right. we chose not to do the lights this year yeah. I see you, didn't, okay. you guys didn't want okay yeah. Uh, yeah well you know that's one way of doing it Christmas is different everybody for, for everybody has their own
0: way uh-huh. of keeping the, we've all experienced yeah. this you know, <laughs> and we've all to God, let's admit we've all done it in one way or another when I we, remember
1: years ago uh-huh. uh, my parents came to visit me and uh, and I was I was going to be gone I was actually going to travel to their house Mm-hmm. For Christmas,
0: okay, Christmas Day,
1: Christmas. They they were in living in a different state.
0: Oh, okay, and they, and they to happened to, to be
1: in town
0: in December. For, yeah, beforehand. yeah,
1: yeah, just a couple of weeks beforehand. And All I right. was planning on going to their house right. for Christmas. You know, and um, and I d- I chose that year not to have a tree. Hmm, because we didn't have any kids, and we were going to be gone. Okay. On Christmas Day. Okay. So no tree this year. And we were dirt poor. I was in graduate school. I was making, you know, I was working for an organization that was paying me, you know, a handful of nickels. Right. And um, and so we just decided, no tree this year. And that was my my parents walked in. Oh, so no tree tree. this year. No. No, no, because we're going to be gone. We're coming to your house three days prior to Christmas. We don't, Mm. yeah. Right. And before they left, they bought a tree for us. Well, of course they did.
0: So they went from passive-aggressive to full-blown To full just full-on, here's a tree. Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. For my anxiety's <laughs> sake, would you put this tree in your house? Yes. Great. Planned yeah, so we've tree. all...
1: but so, so some people will say, mm-hmm.
0: well, then just have no
1: expectations. Yes. Right. That's a very Buddhist, kind yes. of an Eastern no philosophy. No attachments but, yeah. to
0: anything whatsoever, so you completely go with the flow in every way possible.
1: And I'll tell you something. Um, when I was younger... Uh, I was very, very deeply influenced by Eastern philosophy, mm-hmm. so I read the Tao Te Ching and was mm-hmm. and and, gotcha. and and was probably uh, very, very close to being a, a Buddhist. You know, I would say probably like a Christian Buddhist. Sure, we have some sure. friends who kind of fall into that camp and uh,
0: Phil Jackson too. Yeah, sure. Famous coach of the yes, Chicago Phil Jackson Bulls and one of your Vickers. favorite
1: professors. I would say probably a Zen yeah, master. Mm-hmm. You know, um,
0: so anyway, so
1: anyway. Uh, I got away from that as I got into my 20s and 30s. Yes. In my late 20s and my, my 30s. But now in my mid 40s, I find myself coming back more and more to that kind of Zen like, that kind of Buddhist.
0: There you know, is an amazing truth that, that to the simplicity of Buddhist yeah. philosophy, which is first of all, all of life involves suffering. Yes. Right? And suffering just embrace it. Yeah. is everywhere. And the sooner you can simply accept that fact, then you're not going to expect it to be otherwise. You can just accept that it's going to be suffering. And then two, all of that suffering is caused because we can't accept that fact. (laughs) Right? All of suffering is actually because of the attachments we have to the events happening around and within us.
1: And if we could summon within ourselves the the resolve to relinquish our expectations, then we would never deal with disappointment
0: that we would never have to, because right. we're not expecting anyone to do anything right. for us. We don't need it. And, and that's the essential uh, detachment part of it. We don't need anything. We try and need as little as possible. Now, in Scream Free, we preach a lot of that, or something very similar to that, sure. right? That, that needs, when it comes to relationships, are not the path towards getting what you want. Right. If you need it, you can't actually want it anymore.
1: Right. So, You're not
0: free to want it because exactly. you Exactly. if something. it's a necessity, it cannot be a desire. Exactly. That's the deal. Yeah. It's it's if it's a necessity, I need it to exist, mm-hmm. right? So oxygen if, if it's food, a desire, water. I yeah. can I can live without it. Right. I cannot live without necessity.
1: And especially when we foist that on a person. That's why it's so destructive. That is very destructive. I need you in order to to survive. I can't exist without you. That's a different statement from I don't want to imagine living without you. Sure. That's a different thing altogether. Right. I want to be with you all the time versus I need to be with you all the time. Those are two very different things, which means, one is healthy and one is unhealthy.
0: Which means if you are going to choose to be with me and I want it, mm-hmm. then that's love. Right. If uh, you choose to be with me because I need it, then that's service.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: You're serving me. Because I have a need.
1: I have a need, and you're meeting my need, right. and that is performing a service yes. for me.
0: But that never feels as good. No. Never. As chosen, freely chosen love, which is what we want most.
1: Everyone wants to be chosen, wants yes. to be the object of that. Now, so,
0: we preach something very, very yes. similar to that, right? To this pure, abject detachment from mm-hmm. everything.
1: However, it is, uh, it's is—it's easy to move... From that kind of detachment into kind of a pessimism, sure, right, and and especially if we are going to embrace suffering, not in not in Buddhist thought, no, 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 no. but yeah, yeah, it, it is easy for a Western person who is coming yes. to that kind of philosophy to hear these kinds of things and to move into this kind of Eeyore- Mentality.
0: Everything's going to be bad.
1: Every, oh, it'll probably rain. Yes. Oh, it's going to be the worst Christmas mm, ever. Yes. Everything's going to burn. and It's going to be terrible, and we're going to be awful. And uh, and,
0: <laughs> and,
1: blue and to turn Christmas. into this kind, yeah, blue Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, that that it's going to be awful, and we should just deal with that. Without you,
0: yes, and and we need to uh, just not experience any joy whatsoever. Yeah. But
1: that runs contra to the nature of these holidays of ours. Absolutely, sort of joy to the world. And we, you know, we talked about this last week. the The idea of Advent, yes, that uh, that the Christian population has celebrated for centuries. You know that that you prepare yourself for this holiday event. This in newness,
0: yes, newness is coming. Get ourselves ready, and it's 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 a hospitality. Yeah, uh, of uh, it's kind of it's welcoming uh, s- newness. Yes. Newness is coming into your life. So we, you know, we've got the holiday, scream-free holiday Christmas party coming to our house yes. this Saturday. Well, that takes a ton of planning Prep because work, we've yeah. got like thirty-eight people coming, and our house is right. not very big. So you've got to prepare to be welcoming, mm-hmm. right? And it's so not it,
1: something you turn on or off like a light switch.
0: No, and it's interesting. Yeah I hadn't thought about this but you know it's it leads to you've anytime you've anybody's hosted something at their sure. house a big party I had a big thanksgiving yes. at my house this year. it it can lead to some stress filled conversations yes. right between the people who are responsible so it's a husband and wife or it's a it's a dad and kids or mom and the kids or mom and her parents who are going to help and mm-hmm. whatever her mother-in-law is going to help and oftentimes to- when you're under those
1: moments in those moments of stress you're not you at your best no no it's taxing you and right. so it's you end you up having, underneath weights. having these conversations right. where all sorts of destructive things can be said and done.
0: Especially if the, each person's carrying around <laughs> these unmet expectations. Uh, I expected if yeah. you to be the one who handles the lights outside. I expected yeah. you to be the one who's going to uh, arrange for the potluck yeah. you know, yeah. people.
1: And yet... Uh, in all of this. So uh, last week we talked about the theme of peace, which is one of these uh, primary, four primary themes of Advent. Yes. And this week I want to talk a little bit about the second primary theme, which is the theme of hope. Yes. And so we've kind of danced all around this so far. We have, there are expectations, there is disappointment, there
0: is detachment, mm-hmm. there is pessimism. Which is the, ex- I, here's the thing if you have pessimism, Right. If you are Eeyore, mm-hmm. okay, and and you are it, you are saying it's going to be negative. So you take this, all of life is suffering, yeah. so I'm now expecting it to be bad. Yes. Thing is, you haven't given up your expectations. <laughs> You've just changed your expectations. Exactly. That is that's why that is not at all what what, what Buddhism would right. would teach. Not at all. And I would say not at all what Christianity would teach Agreed. in the Advent season, because you are still having an expectation, you're just expecting it to be bad.
1: And you and I grew up in a religious tradition that grew that, that really uh, was born in Reconstruction-era Deep South. Yes. So there was a kind of a poverty mentality... To a lot of the hymns that came out of that post Civil War Reconstruction era, yes, and so it really many of the hymns that we grew up singing were this: life is terrible, Mm -hmm. so just grit your teeth and get through it. And when you die, you you get to move into a big house, yes, mansion, yeah. And that was, but that that
0: was the hymnal. Had this a, world is
1: not my home. I'm just I'm a passing through, through passin right? Through. And
0: uh, which uh, was sung to the <laughs> worst, <laughs> the worst uh, carnival, carnival. Yeah, it was like a right, calypso exactly. music. It, it's yeah. so
1: <laughs> and we used to sing. Um, think about these lyrics: Tempted and tried, yes. we're all made to wonder why it should be thus all the day long, while there are others living about us. Never molested, though in the wrong. Mm. Farther along, we'll know all about it. Farther along, we'll understand why. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about just you know. Okay, have a great week, everybody. It's always <laughs> in
0: the not yet, not yet, not yet. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. are, expi- and so when we say all all of life is suffering, uh, that's not saying it's it's a little com- it gets a little complicated. I remember when I was learning this in, in a while well, back in college, yeah. in, in philosophy, it's complicated because. Saying, well, then I should expect it to be bad. No, it's the expectations that actually lead to all of life being suffering.
1: Because we've all seen someone who has made up their mind, we're going to have a terrible Christmas. Right. If I have to ruin it for everyone, <laughs> right? We are going Absolutely. to have because it's not my way. Mm-hmm. Usually that's that's the what the preceding event. Yes. Because this is not happening. Oh, so we're not gonna mm-hmm, Oh, well, right. okay, then I am just gonna take a big dump in the middle of your living room. Well, that's and lovely language, John just, Turner. Thank you. Just make yes, this the worst happen. Christmas ever, right? Sure. And we've right. watched that person when the baby is opening their present and gets the tape stuck on their hands, and it's so sweet, and it's so funny, and we're all taking the video, and that person is trying hard not to laugh. hmm And they get caught up in it, and then they get angry that they had a good time.
0: How dare you... Ruin my terrible break, Christmas. <laughs> uh, think about it. How dare you break through... Yeah. ...what I expected to happen. Right. Right, So I had these expectations that it was going to be this way, and I was trying hard to actually make those expectations out because then, and this is the twisted logic that we all carry, because then at least I can feel vindicated that I was right. Yes. Yeah.
1: And that's, again, comes back to expectations and oftentimes unspoken expectations. Yes. So how does this idea of hope and hopeful, hope-filled living, how does that fit in with unhealthy expectations, whether they're positive or negative, detachment from those expectations, kind of Pollyanna optimism, uh, let's pretend like this is a perfect Christmas, and Eeyore-like pessimism, where we just do nothing but expect the worst all the time. How does hope change our perspective in all and of And first,
0: I think we have to have a proper understanding of hope. Okay. So many times, hope is spoken. Spoken? He <laughs> talked good with mouth. mouth. Spoken. Yes. As, it is spoken of as a weak, um, whimsical... Like wishful thinking. Exactly. Yeah. So it's based it's, and rooted in nothing, and it, maybe it's pie in the sky or Pollyanna or yeah, hope. It's just yes, it's just I'm not flimsy. Gonna, yes, flimsy. I'm not. There's no weight to it. No substance. And, no foundation. And it has no. no bearing on. It has no shaping of what actually does happen. Hope is this just uh, last fleeting wish against. Mm-hmm. The darkness that is going to absolutely reign, overwhelming, and, and, and so that's why you've heard in business cycles, and then uh, and then um, Hillary Clinton said this to Obama in 2008. Right. Hope, which was his whole campaign strategy, was based on hope, and she said, "Hope is not a strategy." Mm-hmm.
1: Because the what she is communicating there is
0: that hope is just wishful thinking. Exactly. Right, and in men, in so many ways, that is a uh, it's a disturbance of the, the truest definition of hope.
1: Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, it's not just a disturbance of it, it's, it's completely contrary to what, ho- what
0: real hope right. really is. Hope is this ability to stay faithful to who you are, what you represent, and what you want to do, regardless of what the circumstances may be presenting you. Mm-hmm. It's I've got a true north, right, and a true um, willingness and, I dare I say it, strategy, plan mm-hmm. to go to that, even when it seems that it's unlikely. And again, we that talked about this that a little bit
1: last week that so many times these virtues, virtuous behavior, yes. is not resident in a person's heart simply because of their circumstances. In fact, more often than not, it's resident in their in spite of their circumstances. Right. So we talked last week about having peace in spite of many of the things that we see on CNN and, and on our new whatever your news outlet of choice is. Can you have peace in spite of those things out there, or even in spite of you know whatever is going on between you and your significant other right, right now, or whatever is happening with you and a you know a child, mm. you know maybe an adult child right now, um, which is an oxymoron, but mm-hmm. you understand what yes. I'm saying. W- regardless of what's happening with your finances, can you still manu- man- manage to stay. not manufacture, but to stay peaceful
0: and stay and then stay positive? Hope is about being ability to, the ability to stay positive, right? That good outcomes right can still be had mm-hmm. and despite the darkness around us that i still believe that light exists it yeah. may not be showing itself right now but just because it is totally dark doesn't mean that light no does not exist anywhere
1: right. and i think that's it's important for us to recognize in in a few circumstances mm-hmm. this may not be the case but for the vast majority of us the vast majority of our lives it will It will not be total darkness, right. It will not be complete darkness. There is
0: something somewhere going on positively, and even hope, if it's
1: only inside of me
0: and yes, you're right, and hope is I like how you said it, it's a virtue because if I have hope then here's the deal, it will, it increases the chances that I will discover that light right. no matter how small. Because if I believe that the light is gone, then I'm not going to search for it any longer. But if I believe, despite what I see, that that it still exists, then I will search for it, and that increases the chances that I will find it.
1: Because the weird thing is, we tend to see what we're looking for. Yes. If I am looking for... Oh, well, see, this is what I was talking about. Oh, right. see, this is why. Oh, it's going to be bad. Oh, this yeah. is going to be terrible. Then I'm going to find all the little flaws and all the mm-hmm. little cracks and all the reasons why we should totally give up hope. But if I have this hope that is like a uh, like a buoy inside of me, mm-hmm. then I have a greater tendency to see, even if they're small things. See, look at that. Right. See, watch this. See this thing over here? That's what I'm talking about, you know, and, and it reinforces itself. Hope is a self-reinforcing virtue and it becomes in like that a, sense. And it
0: becomes like a flywheel, yeah. right, that, that once it starts, it builds on itself. It's mo- momentum, right? Uh, it's like when you're riding, the, you know, the first time you ride a 10-speed bike and uh, it's got gears, right, mm-hmm. and you switch to—you get faster and you switch to the lower gears and you're amazed because you're not moving nearly as much— on right. the pedals, but because of the gear it's attached to, and that flywheel has momentum, that it's actually propelling you even and you more. You don't
1: have to push as hard anymore, right? But, because it builds on like its own momentum. But like the reason
0: said. why hope is uh, rare mm. is because a lot of times in the beginning, it you takes, gotta, that, you, it takes yeah. that
1: first gear
0: always it, has it to work harder exhausting. than fourth gear. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, absolutely, it can be exhausting, and. Hope. I mean, I, we're, we're going to see this movie Selma. That's oh yeah, coming yeah. Out. Oprah Winfrey's uh, uh, movie. Well, right? she's one of the yeah. producers, but uh, it's a brilliant um, young director. She directed it, but it is. It's a lot like the Lincoln bi- biopic that, uh, that Spielberg, Spielberg made, yeah. that he instead of saying, you know, a traditional biopic starts when they're... Where the birth like, of the child, yeah. it's
1: sort of the backstory of the hero
0: and right. all of that. Like Ray, which is a great movie, but it sure. starts with him yeah. going blind as a little boy, right, and ends in his death. Or So uh, this, this one, is though, is just one like he's slice. already a hero. Yes, yeah. MLK is already, and it's one slice, this, and and trying to show through this one window a, a kind of vista of his whole life. Mm-hmm. And the amount of hope that it took sure. for uh, the leaders of the Southern Christian... Um, leadership Conference. Leadership Conference uh, to maintain hope when they got, literally and figuratively, doors slammed in their face over and over. Yeah. Right? Uh, they got beaten up, literally and figuratively. Again and again and again. And, and to have hope that not just an outcome was awaiting them, but that they had chosen the right path. Not just uh, the path—not a path—here's the thing. I'm trying to word this, and I'm not doing a a good job. But it's not just a path that already exists. They are— They're blazing a trail. Blazing a trail through the way that they're choosing to walk.
1: Yeah. Yeah, by the very way they moved through life. They— carved a path like a like an iceberg yes you know coming coming through and uh you know he, but he he had this refrain you know he had a dream right and that dream had substance because it wasn't like i have a thought
0: right <laughs> uh or you know i have this whim no, it he, was it was, a, it was a goal with a path attached to it. Yes, and he saw the two as inseparable because he was so brilliant at recognizing that if we attain an outcome in any other way than nonviolence, mm-hmm. right, then it won't be the outcome that we, we're actually right. hoping for. It will never be as good. Because he knew if
1: you live by the sword, you will eventually die by the sword. That
0: is why when you have a a, a third world country that uh, a rebellion takes place, and the rebellion actually leads to a coup, and they take over, it's not soon thereafter that That the people... something else. Yeah, the, the people who took it over... Are just as bad as that, the despots yeah, exactly. that, that they overturned.
1: Mm. Now, the other big movie. So, when are you going to see Selma? By the
0: way, uh, it's it comes out the it comes out Christmas Day along with, with Unbroken, the other one. which is yeah, yeah.
1: So, so for those incredible. people who aren't familiar with this, if you have a chance in the next two weeks before the movie comes out, to
0: read a monstrously long <laughs> it book, is, but uh, I will the size of a boat anchor, but it's... Top Five Books I've ever read.
1: Yeah, agreed. Unbroken, uh, uh, Louis Zamperini. Zamperini, right. Louis Zamperini, Unbroken. Now, this just uh, not to spoil too much, it is it is such an amazing story, and I I, I like the fact that this has come up because to me he typifies, like he personifies hope. Hope, yes, in so many respects. Uh, Here's a guy who lived this uh, almost Forrest Gump like life, you know, and it's it's a true story. Okay, so he ran in
0: the Olympics. Olympics and, yeah. in Berlin, right? Yeah, in thirty-two. Uh, no, no, thirty-six. Thirty-six. Yeah, sorry, yeah. did yeah, he yeah. do that? Or was it? The yeah, because there weren't no Olympics right. in forty. So it was the Olympics in thirty-six, and then the Pacific Theater in World War Two. And
1: then he gets shot down. Right. And then he survives. You know, th- that that right there. Just the fact that he went down in the ocean. Longest recorded survival
0: on a raft in the ocean. Ever. And you do not survive that unless you. Be- <laughs> here's the deal: unless you believe you can. Or here's he would believed he would survive it. Yeah, hope in against spite hope. Of yes. yeah, in
1: spite and of that his circumstance
0: that he had gave him what he needed to actually survive. Mm-hmm. That's it's just like the nonviolence path that that uh, MLK chose. Or that Gandhi chose that, that Gandhi yeah, chose exactly. right that, that that nonviolent path is what gave them the victory. Yes, right. The path actually led them to the outcome. It wasn't uh, that they were going to discover the outcome in another, in any other way. And so, in his hope, gave him the strength, the will to keep, like we were saying earlier, to keep searching for the light in the midst of the darkness. And then he survives yeah, something even worse than surviving. Some in of the, the m- ocean. yeah.
1: Talk about frying pan into the fire. Yeah. The one of the most brutal. Uh, existence is imaginable in a a prisoner of war PSW camp and where he is Japan. repeatedly tortured psychologically, in emotionally, mentally, physically. So much way that it they was, will not be able to show it on right, film. Difficult to read some of these passages. And then...
0: He, <laughs> and, uh, he gets it, out it, of the camp. You, we just can't... Yeah, no, yeah, we yeah. don't say anymore. Just that he still... He just finally died last, uh, last year, year. Yeah, about a year right. ago. But lived a life campaigning for... Hope yeah. Unbridled um, hope
1: yeah. for ridiculous yeah. hope. any normal, sane, rational person would look at someone in those circumstances and say, "Give up, right curse God and die, right
0: <laughs> you know It's similar to uh, um, uh, Victor Frankel. yeah, you know surviving yeah. Uh, the concentration uh, camp the in Germany, yeah, right. you know
1: so Frankel knows as long as I have some sense of meaning yeah. an understanding of meaning and purpose. As long as I can hold on to those things, and think about that, the idea that whatever it is I am enduring can be somehow or other in the alchemy of the universe redeemed, that it, that it, it will eventually serve some greater purpose. If I can believe that, then I can endure because I have a hopeful outlook on life.
0: Zamperini's quote that he had somebody give to him when he was a punk kid that actually he you will see as a refrain throughout the movie, if I can take it, I can make it, over and over again. Mm-hmm. If I can take it, I can make it. That is not anything but a hope-filled statement. Mm-hmm. And it, it. what's beautiful about it is it's absolutely a strategy. Yes. Right? it just means keep going it means keep looking it means keep surviving mm-hmm. if i can take it i can make it and and again it it is the it is the attitude that actually provides the path to success and i will tell you it is something i am it, it there are areas in my life through which in which i can do this so well mm-hmm and then there are areas <laughs> in my life when it's a it's a foreign <laughs> right. language yeah. right For, and i'm opposite right. yeah. of most guys
1: and this is the like people sometimes assume that because a person is good at one thing they're good at everything yeah and so they look at you or they look at me it's one of the biggest lies and and, right. and because we can get up in front of an audience and we can explain things like this people expect us to be good at it right. and sometimes we are right and sometimes we are not mm. but we have our list of failures as well sure and it, it is strange to me that there are areas of my life like you. Mm-hmm. Where I'm, so, I, I really am good at this. Yeah. And there are other whole uh, right. <laughs> wings oh, yeah. of my of the house that is my life. Yeah, where I it it, it baffles me.
0: And this season, now, let's bring it back to the. Uh, uh, here's where we bring it back to what we were saying. How we started this thing mm-hmm. is, in many ways, hope is the. Opposite of expectation.
1: See, and and again, that is so counterintuitive because we tend to think of hope as this wishful thinking and we hang expectations off of that star, but it's not. Hope is not. So you finish your thought, and I have one thing that I I think
0: it it is hope is more of an anticipation uh, rather than an expectation and that's that's big it's subtle yeah it's subtle but but important right. right i i think so and and so much of this advent season this adventurous season which we don't say uh, recognize enough advent it, it is, is tied to adventure. adventure right it is coming and it it is it is all encompassing and it is exciting and and that's what the christian message uh, and mm-hmm. here's how i believe it can spread throughout and transcend all other religions is it is the hope Ex- it, 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 not an expectation, right? Right. That I'm that I need it to happen in a certain way.
1: Well, and I, to to some extent, the in entire life of frame. Jesus, like Jesus yeah. got killed for a number of reasons, but one mm. was because he didn't meet the expectations. Right. He didn't do it the way they thought he would. He did it by coming to the poor. Yeah. He did it by coming to the marginalized and the outcast, to the hookers, to the divorced, to the right. uh, the lepers, to the the social pariah of his time.
0: He got killed for eating with the wrong people. And expectation, more to think about it, is a very, very specific outcome. Mm-hmm. That's what an expect. It's a projected specific outcome that I need to happen. I. I, I coached baseball for a long, long time, and I've actually done some, in in my practice, uh, I've done some uh, work with professional athletes. Mm -hmm. And the biggest journey they have to make is letting go of expectations, but beginning to instead set goals. Because goals come from within of what I would like to accomplish. Expectations are coming from without, Mm -hmm. from around them, and they're placed on them, and it's very specific outcomes that other people need to meet
1: Mm -hmm. and to some extent it's the difference between saying you know for a baseball player i want to hit 300 Mm -hmm. versus i want to be a good hitter
0: yeah right
1: and those are two different things and and so so maybe part of your goal setting it's important to set milestones you know i want to bench press x amount or i want to run in this you know period of time but more than anything else it's it's setting goals for what
0: kind of person you want to be. Well, and that gets back to the MLK path, the nonviolent path has to be tied to the equality outcome. Mm-hmm. That ha- there has to be an integrity between those two things.
1: And the because understanding one leads yeah, to the other. The, that's the thing. The understanding that the kind of person you are will be a, a a better indicator of whether or not you will accomplish the kinds of things you want to accomplish. Right. You want to be uh, you want to hit 300, become a better hitter. You want to affect society in a nonviolent direction, right. you become a nonviolent person. Right. Not a withdrawn person, but a fully engaged nonviolent person.
0: That's how you change the world. So what does it look like? Uh- we're pontificating. What does it look like <laughs> to, you know, in this season of Advent, uh, to take advantage of, of this season, sure. uh, just like the New Year's, let's take advantage of that season as well. But this season of that preparation, making my—you said how the house that is your life—making the house that is my life uh, welcoming mm. for newness. Yeah. Without— an expectation of exactly what that newness this is, that newness is going to, look, to like look like and what like. it's
1: going to accomplish when it
0: gets here. Right. Because right. then that is not an anticipation of something new. That's the deal. Anticipation is of something new. Expectation is based on
1: what previous has, experience,
0: like, like we were talking about in, in Christmas. You know, oh, so you're not going to do the tree? I expect you to do the tree because we have did the, do the, tree the tree every year right? this way. Yeah. Anticipation is of something new.
1: Ooh, I wonder what it's going to be.
0: Right. Right. I have a wonder about it. Yeah. You know, that's what this season, I have a wonder, because I'm dealing with something that I cannot manipulate. It's,
1: you know, for whatever reason, the the, the song from The Music Man, Mm -hmm. The Wells Fargo Wagon, has come into my mind. Okay. If you'll remember... People gathered together because they've heard the Wells Fargo wagon, which is what brought all the deliveries, catalog deliveries to town. The Wells Fargo wagon is coming down the street, and everyone is saying, "I I I wonder what it could be. What could it be? Maybe it's this. Oh, maybe it's that. Maybe I remember are. one time I saw a guy and he ordered this, and I would love to see that again. What could it be? Maybe it's something special just for me. It's a major award.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Christmas, bringing it back to Christmas. Now, it's ooh, a major award. It could be anything in here. It could be a bowling alley. <laughs> I can't believe he says that. We are refer- referencing the Christmas, the Christmas story. story. So,
1: yeah. One last thing about Hope that I love so much mm-hmm. that separates it from Pollyanna, pie-in-the-sky optimism, unrealistic optimism, is hope um, uh, doesn't—it acknowledges darkness. Right. Hope acknowledges uh, imperfection. Hope acknowledges disappointment. And it it sort of recognizes that that is part of life as well, and that I can be hopeful in spite of the fact that I've been let down before. I can still be hopeful in spite of the fact that Christmas may never be the way it should be, but it could be a little bit better this year. Right. And most of that's going to be dependent upon what's inside of me. One of the songs that we'll sing, that most people who celebrate Christmas will sing, right. contains this line about this new thing that has come into the world. We'll say, the hopes... And fears of all the years
0: mm-hmm.
1: are met in you in this new thing tonight. All of our hopes, all of our fears, find their fulfillment or their um, disillusionment in, in this thing. This thing in this newness. Yes. And so to to live with that kind of anticipation right. that whatever this new thing is that's going to break into our world during this next you know, season, these right. next couple of weeks, whatever it is, all of our hopes and all of our fears are can be met in newness.
0: And here here's where I are I went with that when you were saying if I place expectations upon my children, then I'm setting them up to only be disappointments to me. Mm. I'm expecting you to be a straight-A student. I'm expecting you to get mm-hmm. a 15-something on your SAT at least. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting you to— Get in that
1: kind of college.
0: And be this kind of uh, athlete. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting and date that, these kinds of people. Right, right. But if I'm anticipating that there's something new that's going to come along, mm. right? Yeah. That I don't know exactly what it is. All I want to do is make myself prepared to welcome it. Mm-hmm. So my child's turning into a teenager. You can yeah. anticipate something new is going to come along.
1: Your daughter is getting ready to graduate high yes. school, go yes. off senior to college, year. and you could meet that with a lot of expectations. Now, when you go off to college, I there's expect this, this, there's so this. I and expect the senior and year
0: that. is going to be filled with this, That's and right. this, and this, which is all based on need. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope is this anticipation of desires, but with this also recognition that... If it's truly going to be new, then there's no way I can fully expect it because I can't see it yet. Mm -hmm. And that gives me space to welcome whatever she actually becomes. Mm -hmm. Rather than trying to shape her into what I need her to be, I can simply prepare myself to be welcoming of who it is she's actually becoming, which gives her the space to breathe. Permission. And yes. Yeah. To become fully herself,
1: which you would think, well, she doesn't need my permission, but to some extent, they still do.
0: Yeah, yeah they're still well. Unfortunately, they're still looking for it. they still so many, exactly so, so many ways, and that's and to what we, be yeah.
1: that kind of affirming, hope-filled parent, yeah. that may be the best Christmas gift, the best holiday gift you can give to your child. Absolutely, that sense of hope that I believe in you, and I believe you have grand adventures in your future. And I want to work with you to see whatever that newness is birthed in your life.
0: Finish with telling a story that's so... I think I've told a story in here, but we're telling it in the new teenager book, um, that my wife gets to meet great kids as Mm the teacher of 18-year-olds. She teaches seniors... AP lit, smart kids, and when she encounters some really dynamic, comfortable with themselves, great at school, but also just very comfortable socially, and 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 they just have this sense of wonder about life. Mm-hmm. They're not overtaken with pessimism, right? She wants to meet their parents to see. Right. You know, is there a connection? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. You know? And there
1: isn't always. I mean, no, sometimes there not. are outliers. Absolutely.
0: But here's the connection is never what you would think. It's never... This, per- this that parent has it totally together and they've mm-hmm. outlined a plan for this kid that's followed right. up. No, 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 no. Uh, and one she met uh, this year, uh, one of her favorite kids that she met. She really likes him a lot. And so she wanted to meet his mother, and she did. And she was just complimenting her son. Uh, my wife was, Jenny was, and saying, you know, he's really this great kid. You know, he's just so comfortable with himself and he's, he's not embarrassed by anything, you know. He, he... And she says, I know, Right. I'm so glad I get to know him. <laughs> she took no ownership of yeah. him whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Oh, he gets that from was his dad no, was or no, from my dad right. or from... Yeah. Or thank yeah. you. There yeah. was no, yeah. no thank you. No, thank you, because I made him myself. Right. Yeah.
0: No, I know. I, I'm so glad I get to know him. I get to experience this developing self that yeah. is separate from me, that is not mine. Wow. Get to know him, and, and and imagine what their relationship is like if she's just in this anticipation yeah. of a new dynamic, great adult. And it's one of those things that if you're more like that, then the chances and increase exactly because you see
1: what you're looking for. Right. Well, thanks for listening to You Must Chill, the weekly podcast on all things scream free. Two guys trying to figure out how to calm themselves down so that they can grow themselves up so that they can get closer to the people who matter most. We'll talk to you more next week.